we're back. We're back. It has been more than a minute. Yeah, we apologise. When was the last episode we dropped, right? I think it was 81 or 80. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. Like People, weeks. if you've been missing us, we do apologise. We've been missing you too. Yeah, but work and drama and families, kids, you know, yeah. as I'm sure it does for everyone else, you know, it gets on top of you sometimes. But the difference is they don't also have to fit in a podcast. It's true, you know, it's true. This, like, you guys think, oh, well, the episode's only like an hour long. Only hour. Me and Benny have to talk shit for a good 20 minutes either side of this, yep. you know. <laughs> you know, have a little catch up. The stuff that you guys don't get privy to. As you know, there's there's undercover things going on as well, but um, but yeah, man. Uh, obviously, it has been a while. It has we'll do, a lot to cover. I, I think we should start off with the the recent that AJ fight. Okay, because yeah. let's jump bro, straight in, bro. I got hurt, man. I got hurt watching this. Cause, Why? Because it was so disappointing to watch this guy let his right hand go like four times and watch Usyk get tired. He was getting tired from getting hit. He wasn't getting hurt. He was getting tired. I can't remember what round it was, but there was a point. A couple he, mid, mid towards the mid. He, he, yeah, like around the mid. He just took a couple of heavy rights, yeah. And it's not like it didn't hurt him, mm. but you could see he was like, <sighs> huffing, like just from the weight of the punch, like it takes a lot out of you. And his corner, AJ's corner, man, they just kept saying the same stupid last thing. And I pointed this out um, when we were talking about one of the UFC fights a little while ago, how corners giving dumb advice. Yeah. Even in the 12th round, they're saying to him, just. Keep working your jab, mate. Keep working your jab. Like, knock the mother brother yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. You need to knock him out. You're clearly losing this fight. And he's like, just work the jab. Just work work the jab. So that that was my take. The other thing that everyone needs to have shut the hell up about, there was this, like, conspiracy that AJ got saved by the belt in the last round because he um he was up against the ropes. Usyk was, looked like he was unloading. And then... Um, and then it looked like there was still nine seconds on the TV clock or about 12 seconds on the TV clock, something like that. And then the bell rang. What people don't realize is that the the timer had already started for the round and the ref was talking to the fighters before he said time in. Wow. So like eight, nine seconds had run on the TV clock where the ref hadn't even started the round yet. And that's why it didn't match up. And also when you watch that footage back, Usyk missed almost all of those punches AJ was like rolling off the ropes. Usyk mixed most of them. AJ was just tired. I think so. There's don't, a few don't, things. Don't make me a, educate you, bro. Don't. There's don't. a lot of there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that have come come to light. So I saw the fight after he lost. Yeah. Yeah. So I I I heard about it and then I, I watched it after. Right. I'm that guy who waits for Sky Sports to put it on YouTube five days later. Anyway. Um. I heard a lot talking about the ring entrance and I've spoke about this with a friend uh, since and I've said this about AJ before. Um, I feel like you need that killer instinct. Mm. Even when you hear him talk, he talks about, oh yeah, I can improve, I'm not a finished article. Everyone can be beat. No one's invincible. But don't talk like you're not. Right, because it's because I feel like the mentality, you know, like it's like, I'm gonna give it my all where I feel like he's like, ah, oh, but I know I need to fix this. So if I don't do, if I don't win, I know, do you know what I mean? So it's like, he's never going yeah, yeah, yeah. all in and more. I get but here's too. the thing, here's the thing. I'm a Lomachenko fan. Damn right. Right. So when I first heard about Usyk was via Lomachenko, this guy, Cruiserweight doing all, doing all things. Hadn't really watched him. And I saw one of his fights, and I think it's Steve Bunce. Is he the guy who does a sit-down? 
yeah. black ex-champion. And he was talking about him after a fight. And he said, this guy is the best. When he moves up, he's the best boxer. He's the most gifted boxer. And I feel like he don't even know how good he is yet. And when he does, it's going to be scary. So I started then. What I was like, oh, okay. I don't even know this guy. But I know he's with Lomo, Loma. Let me let me start checking. I'm watching this guy's highlights. I've said from a long time ago. Joshua. And I think this is to do with his mentality as well. Joshua can fight any of the heavyweights, including Fury, including um, uh, Wilder. And I think he's got a chance. I've always said, I th Usyk is the last person he wants to fight. Or if he does, it needs to be after he's had his big fights and then lose when everyone can already think you've achieved nothing, you don't feel enough for this guy right. to... Because, particularly like that, it was, it was telling after the first loss when he even said like it was supposed to be the road to, to unification. I weren't supposed to be fighting this guy like his... His head yeah. went in the game properly. And you can't... But anyone can get knocked out yeah. in the heavyweight on any given day, right? But he got beat up for 12 rounds. He didn't get knocked out. He got outboxed. Everyone said the way he's going to beat him is to do something he's never done. Yeah. Yeah? It's to use his way, lean on people. And I almost feel like this is... no, no, Nothing to back this up. Nothing to back this up at all. He's always improving. He likes to test him. So you can see he's a, like, a good guy. He don't mind getting hit. He wants to test himself. He wants to push himself. Improvement, improvement. This is what I personally feel. From nowhere, I'm not an expert. I feel like everyone was saying... Win this way. And he went, I want to prove you wrong. I yeah, I feel like everyone... He was hearing everyone say, this guy's a better boxer. Don't try and outbox him. And he almost had something to prove to himself. Because it's, it's possible, bro. I won't, I won't discount that because especially when, when I watched him in the middle rounds starting to hurt Usyk, mm. it like there was a point. I think I can't remember what round it was, maybe six or something. There was a point where Usyk was hurt mm. and he was backtracking a lot, and everyone's like, "Oh, Usyk's hurt. Hey, he's hurt." AJ did not try and hunt him down mm. at all. He just still plodded along, plodded along, and I was like, "You're supposed to knock this motherfucker out. You know this, right?" Like. That's your job, yeah. knocking people out. If it goes to the judges' scorecards, you haven't done your job properly, son. Because you're you're supposed to be a knockout artist. Yeah. You're not a boxer. Yeah. You're a knockout artist. That's the thing, right? and that's that's what I feel. Because what if that's your game? Yeah. What's your hesitancy? You've only um, Wilder. Don't try to do nothing but knock you out because that's what he that's does. His game. Yeah, he's a knockout artist. He's a he's knockout artist. Exactly. And well, I was speaking to someone. It was like there was this comparison that both of them started boxing very late yeah and they both of them as a result probably don't have that initial grounding to be a little bit dirty to learn the tricks to do whatever Maybe, do you know yeah. what i mean so the thing is obviously that the big one the big next one is this weekend yeah fury wilder yeah. number three i'm i'm curious that like because okay the first fight people can say well tyson won more rounds all right but tyson also got put on his ass twice mm-hmm I think get, getting dropped is a definitive aspect of the fight. Like, yeah, okay, you can say, well, he finished that that final round after he got sent to heaven and back. Yeah, he finished that round strong. He he kind of won the rest of that round. Still, still don't matter, bro. You you could still argue it's a ten nine for for Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'll tell you the other thing as well. 
and this is where you got to remember it's a sport and, and not a fight mm. it's it's a match and not a fight is because real life Wilder's on top of you smashing your face into the pavement true right you get hit you get dropped that's the that is the the end yeah right you ain't getting up from that because yeah. there's no referee counting ten. Yeah, yeah, making right. you go back to your yeah. corner. Wow. So, so, I count. Yeah, so when I when I watch that with my you know not sports mentality with my fighters mentality, mm. I'm like, the ref saved you twice in that fight. So I don't care how many rounds you won. Mm, true. The ref saved your life twice. Now in the second fight, the ref saved the well actually his his corner saved his fight. It saved his life as well because yeah. I think he got dropped. I can't remember exactly, but I'm sure Wilder got dropped earlier on. He did, yeah. And then they stopped it. They threw the towel in. Yeah. That's how it, how it got done. Right? He was on his feet, but they, they stopped yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He was getting out, outboxed. Now, and again, that, so so the first one, bit ambiguous, but because of my fighting mentality rather than points mentality, I'd give it to Wilder anyway, even though it was a draw. Second fight, conclusively, Fury. So let's, let's just put it out there. Wilder knocks him out. Okay. Does Wilder then go on to fight Usyk? I doubt it. Because I'm pretty sure Fury will have a rematch clause. Because you're thinking, oh, trilogy, 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 yeah. right? Well, the end of the trilogy will have come. But really, it will be like a draw and a win each. Yeah. So the trilogy is not really... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it, doesn't really it doesn't really get rid of any ambiguity. Mm. There would be a need for a fourth fight. Yeah. Unless there was another draw. That's interesting. In so case, it's still another fourth fight. I was... So I, I I tell you what I would like to happen. Some I would people. like oh. Deontay Wilder to win. Okay. Because then it reignites AJ and Fury. AJ and Fury. Let the losers fight. Yeah. I feel like Usyk beats Wilder all day. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. And I feel like that's then a good whoever out of Joshua or. The, for me, the only person Usyk loses against is is Fury, because he 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 will use those attributes. There's a lot for him for for for. Let's say you're a better boxer. Let's say Usyk's more technically gifted, but you're going up against someone who's good. You know he's got a five inch reach disadvantage over Fury there, uh, over Who? Wilder. Who Usyk? Usyk. But five he, inch reach disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, it was similar to the the difference with AJ and and Wilder yeah. is that Wilder's fast. AJ is not fast. Yeah, I, I Wilder, Wilder's quick. Boy. I, I think I still, I think Usyk beats Wilder. I think he loses to Fury, and I think I think he's the better boxer than Fury. But Fury, let's say if Usyk's a ten, Fury's a nine. Yeah. But then Fury's a ten in size. Fury's a ten in reach, and he knows how to use those. He knows how to maximize those. Yeah. So that's what I think that will be too much for 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 Usyk. Whereas. I don't think I, I don't think Wilder's a good enough fighter. I don't think. Okay. Based on performance, mm. I'll fully concur with you. Mm. Based on new training things that I've been watching, mm. he's concentrate. Don't get me wrong. Do you know what? You need to get experience working out fundamentals as well. Yeah. So this it 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 might be kind of too little, too late for Wilder because when you're fighting top tier guys getting new skills that are inherently basics mm. that you should have had from from day one it's going to be hard to then implement that strategy against a you know a, a, what's the bloody word i'm looking for a seasoned yeah. fighter like 
you know, working the jab, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Fury's got an answer to working the jab. You don't have an answer to Fury's answer. Yeah. All you've got is that now you can work a jab. So potentially he's still going to get his ass beat. Yeah. But as even even Fury said it like Wild is the only guy first round, last round he'll knock your ass out. Yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. power, legit power, and he's weak because he's so light. Yeah. He's he's one of the the light heavyweights, but. Yeah. You know, I think he's got, and a... that's one of the other things I think Usyk will, because he's he could he could be cruiserweight. Yeah, he could be. You know, I mean, like he, I'm sure. Oh, I know. Obviously, he could cut weight to make weight and stuff. But I reckon he could probably get get to fight cruiserweight if he if he really mm. wanted to. Yeah. You know, maybe he's a little bit older now, but like he's he's more of that stature. Whereas I feel like. There's no money in cruiserweight there, isn't it? That's no, the no thing. Trying to make there was two two champion. really interesting comments that the, that that the professionals around the, the 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 pundit, shall I say, have have said that that kind of struck a chord with me was one. I think it was the same Steve Bunce again. He said people a lot of the heavyweights dismiss and overlook the cruiserweight division, but he said the fact of the matter is the best cruiserweights will beat most of the good heavyweights yeah the other thing was uh well, bellew's bellew's yeah. comment when he left the rip as he was walking away and he turned around and he said i said this is the only way aj's gonna win Usyk is the best person i've ever been in the ring with you're not gonna you're not gonna out and he, he, he was like he was pissed off yeah he was pissed off but how he said it and he's he i, I like him yeah, because of his, you know, that northern honesty. I'm going to tell it how it is, type of thing. Um, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, I told you, I'm against the rules, making dirty. That it wasn't fucking the one. Yeah, it pissed me off. And what he said, like that to me, it was like I, I just don't. It, it kind of validated what I felt like I'd seen, not in just in this match, but in 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 other in other fights and highlights. He doesn't and use stuff. his attributes. He just don't use them. You mm. know. And that's that's. Yeah, that's sort of how do you? That's it's it's almost. I'll tell you what, another thing. What 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 Fury said to, to 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 Wilder. He said, "You ain't got basically not not verbatim, but you ain't got long enough to learn new skills. As soon as you get hit, you're going to revert back to what you know. You're going to revert back to what you're comfortable with, and that's how you lost to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I think with AJ. Like, I don't think AJ is ever gonna. That's why I don't think he should do a rematch. I don't think he's gonna beat Usyk fighting him, t- trying to box him. Yeah. But I don't think he's got long enough time to learn how to do what Fury can do is a master of. Fury drew the first match, got knocked down twice, came back and said, I know exactly what I need to do. Boxing IQ, as they say. I know exactly. I've yeah. been in the ring with him. I know exactly what I, I've learned more than he has. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To, to, chain, to change things. And I, I just don't think AJ's got long enough. Because that's what I was saying. Everyone said, oh, he needs to use his weight. I was like, I've never seen AJ do that. Yeah. He's never fought like that. You know? Yeah. The thing, the thing is, when I watch, it, when you watch that fight, I sit here watching it, I'm like, okay, boom. I see him unload a couple of rights, especially to the body. He hit him with a couple of rights to the body. And I just saw you sit start. Mm. You just see him, like, getting... And I, I said it during the fight. And if you watch it back, you see he went back to his corner tired a couple of times. Mm. And it was, it, he wasn't hurt, but he was tired from getting hit. 
because the weight difference, yeah. power difference is so substantial that, you know, you have to tense up so much when you're getting hit yeah. with a heavy shot that it uses a lot of energy. Mm. And AJ, whenever, like, whenever he unloaded with the right, boom, there was fruition. But he just stopped doing it. He just kept get back beyond the jab, back beyond the jab. And he was just awkward with it because, mm. again, you know, skill for skill, it beats him all day. Yeah, and southpaw. Yeah. Like, you have to find a southpaw to, to practice against and someone who's that skillful and yeah. now someone who's actually really trying to hurt you. The one thing I will say about AJ that massive, massive improvement compared to former fights mm. is head movement. Throughout that whole I, fight... I felt like after the first few rounds... Uh, sorry, the first few rounds he weren't doing it and then, it, and then he started doing it. And yeah, he was moving was his feet more in the first couple of okay. rounds. And then after the first couple of rounds he started to get a bit tired. But again, this is what I was thinking because I noticed the head movement after, after the first round and that's again when I was thinking... You're trying to be a boxer now. Yeah. This is but the wrong fight. The, the thing is, a lot of his head movement did, like, he avoided a lot of big shots. Yeah, yeah. The problem was, he had, he left openings after where he could have countered and That's punished That's what I'm him. saying. It's, it's, it's newer it. to him, right? Yeah, he's like, right, do, do the bob, do yeah. the weave, forget what comes after. You prick. Like, you've, this, this, you've missed That's half. what I mean. That's not the fight to, to, to try to become, yeah. that's not the fight to try and outbox. And do you know, this is, the, this is a funny thing as well, right? Like, people knock traditional martial arts a lot. Mm. these days they're like oh you know that that taekwondo karate stuff it doesn't work you know in put that in ufc or whatever it's not as effective what happens though even with like my kids that i that i coached when they get to a decent level they instinctively look for opportunities right instinctively like you can teach them a new skill and they'll be able to implement it Mm. really quick Mm. because they're used to having to deal with a lot of new information all the time. Yeah. Boxing's got a very narrow skill set. Obviously, you're only using your arms. Mm. You don't change from orthodox to southpaw very often. There's, a, there's Obviously, that's kind of frowned, frowned upon. It's not that um, not that it doesn't happen. It's just obviously it's not common. And, you know, you throw certain types of punches, certain types of rules. You know, you can't, you can't do certain things in the clinch, whatever. So with martial arts, traditional martial arts... The, the rule set's generally a lot a lot more expanded, which means you have to be prepared to, to face new things a lot yeah. and deal with new problems. Also, people that compete, because it's a, a lower level, there's less money, there's less or no money involved. You fight people all the time that you've never had to fight before, you've never seen them fight before, you've had no prep time for them. So you just get on the mat facing someone, you don't know who the hell they are, what their skill set is, you have to adapt inside of three rounds and know exactly what's going on. Otherwise, you're going to lose. Yeah. So yeah. the ability to learn mm. is a lot greater from traditional martial artists or mixed martial arts than it is from one particular skill set like boxing. Yeah. Um, I I um so obviously I done taekwondo for a certain amount of years and more recently started doing boxing. Mm. So from taekwondo, I'm used to switching. Yeah. And being they comfortable. Like <laughs> they don't like it. Yeah. And I remember the first the first time the guy was like, Oh, you're a switcher. I hadn't even heard that term before. <laughs> but it's so it's it's almost like it throws people off. Yeah. And because people have trained to, to be one one way and most of the time they are fighting Orthodox. Orthodox and against someone else orthodox. But I just felt comfortable switching. Mm. I just I was like, okay, like after I've taken a step back. And I mean, if, I'm sure it would be a, maybe slight, and I'd have to hone those skills properly if I was fighting, you know, someone a bit more experienced. But someone at my my level, yeah. when I'm switching, they just didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I'm hitting them from now from other angles that they're not even 
in a position to really defend. Do you know, um, a good few years ago now, I was um, I was training at, uh, it was like an MMA gym. Mm. And uh, I was actually just, I think I was just doing weights actually with my mate. And these guys come in, they knew that I'd train there doing taekwondo and stuff. And they were like, oh, you know, we've got odd numbers. You, know, you, you guys want to come and spar? And, um, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Because, bro, if someone asks you if you want to come and spar, you don't say no, you look like a pussy, innit? So you've got to say yes. So I was like, all right, cool, 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 I'll come spar. And then uh, my mate was just like, oh, I'll just wait. And then someone else walked in as well. Mm. So he's like, oh, okay, well, now you've said you're going to... Because I was like, I'll step out if you want. He goes, no, no, you stay in spa, bro. Because this other guy, he'll spa with your friend. Yeah. My friend's looking at me like, you know, you spa? He's also got a traditional martial arts background. So he was like, yeah, yeah, come spa, spa, spa. Mate, sound big-headed. I was taking the piss out of these boys. Because even, like, there was a guy who was two weight categories at least above me. He hit me hard once. With like a, I think it's like a straight left. Mm. I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. And I just, next time we tried anything, I just slipped, got on the inside, pop, 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 pop. And that was it. And I was switching stance, changing angles. Like the, the movement that I had, they're yeah. just not used to it. Yeah. Because they're used to traditional boxers. And because I trained different styles when I was younger and I'm not worried about getting hit in the face, it's all right. Yeah. The, the, the place where you do come unstuck is there's a lot of, like traditional martial arts clubs where they don't let people spar and if they do spar it's very controlled you know they're always trying to protect people not let them get hurt and the fact is when you're getting into a fight you're going to get hurt yeah so yeah. where the panic sets in is when you get hurt and you're not used to getting hurt and then you just resort to like flailing your arms when you're yeah. and it's that's where you've got to have your discipline because mm. that's when you're getting knocked out and that's kind of what fury was saying as well about what is like look you're going to get hurt when you get hurt all that shit that you learn, gone. Yeah. Because also, Wilder's not really used to getting hurt. True, yeah, he's, yeah. He's only yeah. been hurt, well, if you include now, uh, obviously his, his last loss to, to Fury, he got hurt in um, that Cuban guy that he fought. He got oh, hurt. Luis. Hurt. Ruiz, yeah. yeah. He got hurt in one of them fights. That's about it. Yeah. Luis Ortiz? Ruiz. Uh, no. No, Ruiz yeah. was a... Yeah, yeah, Andy Ruiz and, is yeah. one of them. Yeah, Ortiz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you know Ortiz. what we're yeah. talking about. We're talking about a Cuban guy. Yeah. The one who's like 117 years old. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, I don't know. Obviously, looking forward to the to the fight. Yeah. There's a lot of... Oh, sorry, I'm going to A lot of good um, UFC ma matches coming up, but I feel like there's, there's so many that we could dedicate a whole bloody podcast yeah. to talking about them, so... Yeah. I'll give them one the myth. Part of the reason why I'm so tired though, bro, is my arm. I'm just potty training, uh, Lena. Mm. I say potty training. I didn't put I didn't put my kids on a potty. They go straight toilet. This girl, man, this girl thinks it's jokes. <laughs> She's telling me, no, I don't like a toilet. I'm like, all right, well, guess what? You ain't wearing no nappy from now on anyway. <laughs> so you're just going to have to deal. And then she, she would just be like, Papa, Papa, toilet. Quick! I'm like, all right, cool. I'm running up the stairs, getting her sat down on the toilet, and she just looks at me. She goes, "Finished." I'm like, "Oh no, you're gonna make something happen now." She's like, "No, no, finished, Papa, finished." I'm like, and then like she'll have a little accident, and she'll be like, "Papa, Papa, Papa." I'm like, "All right, take her upstairs," and she's like, "Finished." I'm like, oh, beat you, bro. I I think about hitting that gun. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, she'll. The, the worst thing, bro, is like when she's when she's dropping one, 
she wants a cuddle. Right? <laughs> she's like, she's like, give me a cuddle, yeah? So I'm like, she sat on the toilet. I'm leaning over giving her a hug. My face is right above that bowl, man. Whatever she's dropping, the smell of that is coming up. I'm like, oh, this is not the one. You know what? You can say you want about, oh, your kids, your kids. Like, no, man, I don't want to smell poop. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was the other one. I was gonna say. Go on. Sorry, just jump back to to boxing. Yeah. Alvarez and Caleb Plant. Oh. Did you see the uh, standoff? I'm gonna crack this can. One second. <sighs> Didn't something happen at the standoff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Caleb said again. I'm not gonna lie. What's so that about? Can I... I've I've heard. I heard about Caleb Plant watching. I was watching something, and someone said the only person I think an interesting fight will be. Uh, Caleb Plant didn't know who he was didn't look into him because um, Canelo's the man I'm thinking Canelo's beating up anyway don't matter who you put in front of him yeah so then um, and then I, and then I heard oh Caleb Plant versus Canelo so I was like oh okay this should, let me check it out because this I watched some highlight reels of him the guy's slick mm. the guy's slick so then I watched the Tyson hotboxing when he had um, someone on there and they were saying, Tyson was like, nah, Canelo's going to batter him. Da, 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 da. And there was two other boxers. Was Tyson's, the person Tyson does it with, and another boxer. I was like, okay. If one person's going to beat him, like Caleb, he, Caleb don't get hit. Like he's one of those slippy, slidey, will keep his hands low, dodgy, yeah, yeah. you know, type of boxers. Um, someone's always got to go. But um, we'll that's going to be an interesting we'll fight. See. But on that, what happened, um, they, they squared up. Canelo said, I think Caleb Plant said something to him. Um, he then, so I think, I think Canelo pushed Caleb. Caleb then kind of strolled back in, almost like really kind of cash, went to kind of like put his arm up, like almost like tip him. And as he done it, Canelo went into Canelo and just went and like Oosh. caught him back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, his, his, it looked like his finger thing, but he cut his eye, cut under yeah, his yeah. eye. They carried on their, 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 the press conference and it was a little bit, it was, it was juicy. Like Caleb was accusing him of drug, like drug taking and bringing all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So he was getting wild, wild up. It was good. Do you know, that's the, the thing is though, right? If you think at a face off, when you reach for the guy and yeah. he smacks you across the face, that, that puts some thoughts in your head. You're like, oh. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh. I tried to boy him off and yeah. he dusted me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh. Do you know what, like, I've, I was in a situation, like, nowhere near a similar thing, but I was in a nightclub once, and this guy, like, um, he got in my face, and then he, I was, I was actually wearing a hat, and he went to, like, he thought he was being slick, he went to take the hat off my head, and I made, like, I knew he was going to do it before he did it, because I, I saw him just glance up, just for a split second, just a little glance up, and he carried on talking, I was like, as soon as you twitch, mate, I'm moving my head, yeah. you ain't getting nothing. So, um, so yeah, so as he went to, I literally like, moved my head and I flipped my cap back to front as I did it. And I was like, try again, bitch. And he was like, oh, and I was like, that's it. I've just, I've just taken all your, all your tempo and I've yeah, just yeah. sucked it all out. You're yeah. done. And I feel like when that happens, when you try and get in someone's face and they take the piss out of you. Yeah. It's gonna, that, that's it's, very deflating. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's worth watching. Not the, not the, what well, that is, but also check out some of, um, Caleb Plant's highlights. Highlights. Yeah, yeah. There. Batman. Yeah, yeah. But then but, straight after I put on Canelo's, I was like, oh, he's good. Also Batman. Also <laughs> yeah, Batman. I was like, oh, he's good. Not too bad, <laughs> but, um, This should be a good fight. Yeah. 
But um, did you know what funny of it on the on the topic of fighting conflict, man? This last week I had some dramas, bro. I had some dramas. So I'll I'll make a long story short. I had a at the place that I'm running had an event over the weekend. They took the piss, and I said to the event organizer, "Listen, you've left all your gear at the venue. You ain't getting into the venue until you pay damages." They managed to get into the venue. Now the event organizer was a woman. Mm. She'd promised to pay. And then managed to get into the venue and then try to like force all the stuff out. And I'm there with my daughter in my arms going, nope, mm. you ain't taking the stuff out. You're paying. You said you'd pay. Now pay. Mm. She says she's got these three hench Nigerian guys, right, who are like her, her removal guys, right? And uh, they, they were cool enough, cool enough guys. And then she said to them, come on, boys, help me get this guy out of the way. At which point I turn, I said, guys, any of you step up these steps, I'm going to put my daughter down. And if I've got to put my daughter down, one of you's going to fucking hospital. Maybe even all three. Maybe even me. Mm. But something bad's going to happen. I said it like, pissed but calm. Yeah. I, uh, I made sure like, I, didn't, I didn't get aggressive with my tone. I just got serious with my tone. And I was, I was like the little dude in that group. But I was like, fuck this. I'm not having you guys try steamroll me with my kid here. I was like, no, man. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that ended up like they they took it serious and they're like, do you know what? Let's not let's not resort to the violence. Then let's just try and talk this out. So this this person agreed to pay me five hundred pound initially, and then all this stuff. And I was sitting there, ended up picking my daughter back up. She fell asleep on my arm, standing like kind of outside. And I was like. After half an hour, I was like, do you know, what? I can't. Like, we'd call the police already because this person's trespassing. They wouldn't get out. And I was like, listen, just give me half of what you owe me and I'll step away from the door. You can take all your shit and go. They paid half. I was like, all right, fine. But you know, like when you get into a conflict situation that you don't really want to be in, but obviously Slough is still inside you. So you, yeah, yeah. you, you ain't scared, <laughs> right? I said it to the woman after as well. I said, listen, like I'm not proud of anything that I just did. Yeah. Because at one point she tried to push stuff out the door. I stood behind her, put my arms inside the door frame. And I was like, God, I will push your ass out. I don't care if you're a woman, like, mm. don't, don't, because she'd actually tried to physically barge me into the door frame on the side that I was holding Alina. And then she was like, why are you being a coward for? Put your daughter down. I'm like, right now, the fact that I'm holding my daughter is saving me from fucking you up. Yeah. And even then, I want to fuck you up because you, you're trying to like force me into the door frame where my daughter's going to get yeah. hurt. Yeah. I was like, nah. But then after, I, was, I went up to her, I said, listen, no matter what happens, I'm not happy with the outcome. I said, even if you'd have paid me all the money, Still not happy with the outcome, right? It's not the point. But Slough is in me. I said it like right? <laughs> I don't even know if she knows who Slough is. But I was like, I don't give a fuck. If I've got to get punched in the mouth to, to get what's right, I'll get punched in the mouth to get, yeah. get what's right. She's like, no, no, I understand. It's cool, it's cool. So we end up that casual, right? Anyway, later on that week, this is just last week, in fact. So that happened on Monday. Then on Saturday, uh, I was walking out of Sainsbury's with my mate. He goes, he's, he's first time because he doesn't go into supermarkets that often. He sees all these uh, selfie cameras at the checkout, self-service. He's like, what the fuck are all these screens here playing picture? Ask some questions. The checkout girl, she's like, look, ask the security guard, isn't it? So he goes to ask the security guard. Security guard's not at his station. So he peeks his head over at the cameras to get the answer to his question, right? So he's like, oh, what's the deal? Security guard from nowhere is like, oi, what are you doing? So 
he explains the security guards like you can't be back there, back beyond there. That's data protection. I'm like, bro, his job is not data protection. That's your job, right? Like, <laughs> chill. And uh, and he goes, yeah. What if my phone was behind there or something? My mate's like, mate, my hands are full. I got milk in one hand. I got something else there. Like, yeah. Do I really look like I'm trying to like peek behind your desk to see if by any chance you've left your phone so that maybe I could steal it? He's like, I didn't even step behind your desk properly, mate. Calm yeah. down. So we're like trying to de-escalate a little bit, and he's being a dickhead. So I just said to him, look, mate, like, ultimately, I actually said to him, I bet the security guard won't even be at his station. And guess what? You weren't at your station where you're supposed to be. Yeah. It's fine. We're leaving. As we're walking out, he goes, yeah, you better leave. So I, I was like, go back to your station, son. He goes, who do you think you're talking to? Do you know who I am, bro? I was like, yeah, you're the security guard in Sainsbury's. He's, and he followed me out of the store. Right? He called, As he's following me out, he goes, oh, who you can talk to? You're a Muppet. I'm like, okay. Muppet's a very minor insult. Yeah, yeah. I've been called a lot worse, right? It's not that Muppet is, is an issue to me. You call me a Muppet all day. You're at work. I'm a customer. Mm. I'm leaving. You're escalating a situation and insulting me at the same time, right? Mm. So he's walked out of like the, the motion sensor doors. The doors are shut behind him. And he's the distance me and you are apart. Yeah. So maybe four or five feet. Yeah. Just outside punching range. So I'm fine with him standing here, yeah? Mm. And it, I, I wasn't even paying attention to what he said at this point because my mate was standing right behind him with a big fucking grin on his face. Like, <laughs> he was he was delirious with joy. He's sitting there going, Lewis, punch him. Just punch him. Go on, do it. I'll watch. It's going to be jokes, right? And I just said, I was like, listen, bro, you're at work. You just walked out of your workplace to start, start what? A fight with a customer? No matter what way you think this is going, ain't going to be good for you because mm. if you go in the hospital or you're going down a job center yeah right one of the two or both yeah. i'm like bro you need to fuck off and he walked back in and as i was just like mate i was so i was like please just get a bit closer because i tell you what bro i'm in that mood right now i'm not waiting for you to throw the first punch yeah yeah i'll catch you first <laughs> i'm gonna tag you first all day but um so yeah i, I just i've just been about that even I was having conversations with people over the weekend mm. and I was a bit more confrontational than usual. I was like, no, nah, man, fuck you. <laughs> Give me the remote. <laughs> My son's like, Papa. <laughs> I don't talk shit to me, boy. My daughter's still locked in a box. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm child-lying around my house tomorrow morning. Go, where's this box? That's jokes. But, um, but yeah, man, that, that's that's been... Uh, thing and in fact to do the the violence uh, talk obviously I know you're thinking so uh, domestic violence bro oh oh do you know what? before we get on to that on. I think the wrench in the fuel pumps oh fuck and me do you, know, do you know what do you know it's still know? violence isn't it <laughs> yeah that's what I was going to say but just before that obviously the gas crisis as well oh, do you know the knock on effect this is having but I'll tell you what was funny today Putin bailed out the EU basically and do you know what I thought? Ee, you are a, I, I voted to remain. I was like, you are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> how is your worst enemy? I don't even know what happened, bro. You got so all it was that. is, so there's shortages in gas supply through a multiple of reasons. So the I think it's something like 60, some 64p per whatever equivalent of their measurement at the start of the year, it's now 400p. So this is why firms have been going out of business because they're buying... They're buying it and having it sell it cheaper than they've bought. Yeah, it. whereas the bigger companies, the big six, can buy way in advance. They've got their supply all already. Yeah. Now, 
Putin effectively has come in because obviously Russia are huge gas suppliers. So imagine Europe's in this dire straits. They're all, oh, we need to be independent from Russia. Oh, we don't like Russia. Oh, Russians, this, that, this, that, this, that. And then he basically is like holding the key to their success. He's like, oh, don't worry, guys. I'll, I'll, I'll increase supply. And like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, you are such a bunch of pussies. The, the, the price, the oil, whatever it is, the oil commodity, peaked at 400 with Putin, the panic. And then Putin turned the taps on. Putin just said, oh, don't worry, guys. And it dropped down to just over 200. I was like, you lot are such a bunch of... How? <laughs> how are you reliant on, on your, anyway? your enemy? Yeah. This yeah. guy, this guy who regularly sends fighter jets yeah. and submarines and naval vessels into UK airspace and waters yeah. all the time, just probing, probing him. Yeah. Let's see how quick your response times yeah. are today, no, boys. He's like, he's like, you know what, guys? We don't even need to worry about the jets no more. Let's just turn off their supplies. Yeah. <laughs> like, no more gas. Isn't it? I was like, it's done. Here, isn't it? Yeah, there's been, obviously, the, the to be honest, I've, I've been alright. I won't queue for fuel, even though I go through over a hundred pound a week. I'm not queuing for it. I don't care, and I haven't. I've, I've not queued for more than two, three minutes. Well, you um, just found places that. Yeah, but I just because because I have to refuel twice a week anyway, full tank, full tank. All right, so I'm like, all right, I'll I'll just if I go past somewhere and there's no queue, I'll chuck twenty thirty quid in and carry on about my business. So I've been alright like that, but um. But yeah, obviously you see people pulling out knives and this and the other. It's, it's madness, bro. It's been mad. I haven't. I mean, I have, I've hardly been driving. So when when it started, it's it kicked off when I was actually away, um, and I heard about it. And then I was getting sent memes and stuff. I came back and I had two hundred and sixty-five miles mm. in my in my tank. Um, Mrs. didn't have enough in hers and she didn't have enough time she had to be in work early so she took my car that day it's about six miles I had about 205 miles don't know how long ago that was two weeks week and a half or something i've now i'm, I'm on 140 no 110 so i've been she's like in this yeah. I, I don't use it i haven't even got had to go back to the petrol pump yeah, yet, i had a full so. tank on sunday and i just had to fill up again today Shit. Yeah, that's that's yeah. my that's my fill up rate. Yeah, I I just don't have to thing at the moment. The so. thing is, so I actually on that, I went and test drive a Tesla. Now, yeah, if you're listening to this, this is how hard it is to test drive a Tesla. Okay, this how, the hoops you got to jump through, right? First thing you got to do is go on their website and book a test drive. Second thing you got to do is go and take a test drive. That's it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> they don't. When you check in, so you go to the you go to the showroom, and you check in. I've got a student calling me right now for relationship advice. It's a bit weird. Oh, I'm tempted to do. Oh, shall I do it? Nah, nah, Come nah. on. If they allow, if they'll allow it. Hold on, hold on. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Well, I did it. Okay. And and how did that go? It was pretty bad. Did he cry? Yes, a uh, lot. Ah. Uh, he was like begging me not to do it, like at ages, like begging me, and to the point where I just had to hang up the phone and get rid of him on everything. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that's harsh. He was like, "This is such a shock. I don't know why, why you're just saying this out of the blue and not giving me a chance to change." 
Okay. And then I was like, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I've been at uni for a week now. This is not working. Yeah. And I think he was like, what's up with that? You've only been a week. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. It was, it was quite bad. I thought I would feel better. I thought I'd feel like a relief, but I just feel a bit shit, you know? I'm like thinking, did I make the right decision? Like, I, like before I did it, I knew it was the right decision, but now after, I'm just feeling like really uneasy about it. But is, but is it, do you feel uneasy about it because you feel bad that you've hurt him? Or do you feel uneasy about it because you're like, oh, actually, I do quite like him and I'll, I'll miss being in a relationship with him? I don't know. That's the thing. I can't, I think it's a little bit of both. I think the thing is, I think I'll miss the relationship, but it's not like I miss it because I want to be with him forever. I think I'll miss it because we had some like really happy times. And even though I know it's not right for like, the future. Okay. Well, that's, I think that's a part of that like, emotional maturity that, isn't it? that you, that you need to find is being able to say, do you know what? I'll, I'll have good times with someone else. I have good times with my girlmates. You know, you don't necessarily yeah. need to be with a guy to have good times. And if you if you are with a guy, you know, one that you're maybe a little bit more suited to, yeah. especially while you're, at, you know, studying at one of the top universities in the country and then he's, like, working in Waitrose, chilling with his family, it's not that like you have as much in common as you'd maybe like to have. Not yeah, not to be, like, discriminatory towards. About, yeah, it is, I think it's making me, feel, making me feel a bit bad about doing my work. I don't think that that's good in any sense. Like, even if he says that he was saying, oh, you didn't even give me an opportunity to, like, work things out, I feel like if you're doing that at all in the first place, it's, like, it's just bad news, it, it, you know? Yeah, yeah, especially you guys are so young. It's not like, it's not like you've, you know, settled down and established, like, a strong foundation of a long last, as you even said yourself, like, it's not like you're looking to spend the rest of life, your life with him. And I'm sure he's, if you ask him logically, are you looking to spend the rest of your life with her? He'll probably say, well, nah, probably not. I don't know. Like, we just see where it goes. And he was kind of saying that on, like, the phone. What? You're so special to me. You you mean the world to me. I have no one else. I this, that, like, you know, I was expecting this to be just, like, all the facts. Okay. The one thing I'll say for, like, he's not very young guys, is that they have a fairly narrow spectrum of motivation and it tends to be on the physical aspect of relationships so as as like as much as he's desperate to re-establish that relationship now as soon as he's physical with someone else not to be harsh but he will move on he's not going to like be physical with someone else and then go oh but i really miss her and then want to come back to you he's he'll he'll move on it's there's there's a What's the term? Inherent evolutionary trait that that young men have that they yeah. can't, they can't really ignore. And while while they're not fulfilling that aspect of their um, of their needs, they will say and do anything to try and hold on to the connection that they have to it, which is obviously part of the motivation. Not that you're not special, but yeah. that's part of his motivation for for being that way. But I don't think obviously. You've you'd been saying for a quite a while that you knew that when you go to uni it's probably not gonna last. How and you've been what for like a few days? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Normally, it was already ending in arguments and stuff. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't gonna get any better really. You know, well, I mean that was the point he was making. It was like he'd ne- I'd never given him a chance to kind of sort it out and get make it better, and he was like I was just getting used to it. Yeah. But, but I, I don't 
What is it? Well, well, the thing is, it's not like you just said, "Oh, by the way, I'm going to uni tomorrow." Bye. Like he knew that you were going. You know, he's he can't be naive enough to not know what uni's like. He's been to uni for a year, but I guess it was quite a different experience. I doubt he was anywhere near as busy as I will be. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. He actually did or a different relationship with people, and that was fine. It survived through. So I kind of think he kind of thinks like that, but I just think it's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I do I do actually have a bit of a confession. Oh. <laughs> I'm in the middle of doing a podcast right now. Okay. And you're on loudspeaker. Okay. So here's the thing. I I haven't said your name specifically. <laughs> hey, are you okay for me to leave this on the podcast? Yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> it's it's still anonymous. It is anonymous. Okay. I even okay. I even made sure I didn't say the name of the university that you're going to because <laughs> I wanted to keep it as vague as possible. What's, what's the topic of the podcast? Uh, do you know we just we're just doing a bit of a catch up at the minute, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just like oh, because I wanted to take your call. Obviously, we spoke, um, and I was like, oh, I wonder if you if you've actually done it yet. People are going to think I've got such a weird relationship with my students that I, I'm like this martial arts coach that gives dating advice. <laughs> Hey, by the way, hi. Yes, that's my co-host, Denny. Oh, hey, dear. Denny. Hey. But yeah, all right. Well, look, I'll um, I'll catch up with you later in the week. See how you go, see how you get on. See if you've got a new stalker. All right. Cool. Bye. All right. Take it easy. Bye. See, I, I had to be, I had to be very, very careful. Obviously, not to. Yeah. Sounds very mature there. She is, she is. I mean, uh, obviously, I didn't, I didn't mention the the university that she's yeah. going to, but it's high level. Um, her family actually have very close links to like, put it this way, she she used to go and have um, dinner with Theresa May back in like oh, when wow. Theresa May was yeah. in office. Yeah. Uh, from her family, so they're from you know yeah, a very yeah. well placed family, should we say? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like very um, kind of middle class, had a decent education, mm. so. And and on top of that, she's been uh, she's been sat in a car with me for three hours every Saturday for the last two three years coming training. Yeah. So she'll ask me stuff about like adult based conversation, and I'll have an adult conversation with yeah, her. Yeah. Obviously, minding my p's and q's and making sure I don't say anything appropriate to a teenage girl. Yeah. But you know, she'll talk even politics or finance, economic stuff like that. She'll she'll ask me questions about it because she's genuinely interested yeah. in expanding her mind. So. Good. And that's one of the things that I, for me as a coach, I don't. I'm not just looking to have people that get good at doing kicks and punches. I'm looking at people that have a more well developed understanding of the world around them, yeah. which is what traditionally, like back in the day, old school, like gong fu masters, they were like people in the community would turn to them to help, mm, like yeah, yeah, solve this problem. Oh, we're having this d- dispute. What do you think? Mm. You know, and this this guy who's, you know physical training is his main thing that people trust because he's got such a strong mindset to push himself to do things that yeah. maybe is not that easy that they trust his advice but um but yeah anyway she uh she called me yesterday because she was going to to do a, a training thing and she mentioned that she left all of her training gear at which point i said well when your boyfriend comes up to visit get him to bring your training gear and she's like oh well that might not happen because I actually want to break up with him I'm just <laughs> I just don't know what to do I'm a bit nervous and that's how we got into that conversation uh, but uh, yeah generally I try and avoid it especially when like someone that I've known since they were like 10 11 years old yeah 
starts talking to me about the physical relationship they're having with their partner yeah. I don't want to hear that yeah. <laughs> that's like one of my own children yeah, I'm like yeah. no no very uncomfortable right now <laughs> very uncomfortable I will nod and try and pretend not to be uncomfortable yeah. but I am cringing <laughs> inside <laughs> but yeah I can't even remember what were we, what were we on we were um, on the, the gas thing yeah 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 petrol um, just a bit mad as I said I hadn't, I hadn't had to oh that's what I said about uh, test driving a Tesla, isn't it? That's it. That's it. So when you go to check in, yeah. you go check in, and it even asks you, "Are you interested in buying a Tesla?" You can click no. They're still gonna let you take it for a test drive because they just want people to drive the cars because mm. they think you can go in there and be like, I "Actually, don't. I just want to try it out. I just want a free test drive. I ain't give a shit. I don't want to buy this." Yeah. And they're convinced that you will test drive that car and leave going, "I need one of these." Yeah. They're so great. My experience, the acceleration is stupid. Yeah. It don't make sense. The thing is, the one I drove was the long range ones, the 0 to 60 time, and that's 4.2 seconds. I've driven cars with similar and even quicker 0 to 60s. But the way it accelerates, it, it doesn't accelerate. It's just at the speed you want it to be <laughs> yeah. there. There's no progression about it. In fact, I got so trigger happy with putting my foot down that I gave myself a headache because every time I slammed my foot down it pulled my head into the headrest yeah. and I kept on banging my I would bang my head off the thing just obviously I could have just tensed my neck yeah. but I was enjoying the sensation of it throwing me back now after about 6-7 times I was like shit man that got me a headache I felt like such an yeah. idiot um, what's the new one uh, the S it's a special edition is it played the plot. Plat, plat yeah, edition. yeah yeah so that does 0-60 to 1.9 seconds that's, or something that's ridiculous but the thing is, like, you, you can't just be like, right, I'm just going to go. You have to set the car up yeah, to be yeah. in that. And you have to, like, preheat the battery and da da da, da. Oh, right, And then okay. you can do one launch. Right. And that's it. Right. So right. it's not like you can just do it. Right. Okay. Which is fine, because let's be honest, like, you don't really want to be on a normal road. <laughs> just going, yeah, watch this 0 to 60 time, 1.0, bang. Yeah. But there is a, there's a car, uh, Rimac just came out with a car, a uh, battery car that's, like, two and. 2,500 horsepower or something like that. Yeah. And it, it done a quarter mile in like 8.6, okay, 8.9 seconds or something crazy. So, okay, yeah, th nothing's going to beat that anytime soon. Yeah. Anytime soon. But the the thing is, for, for me, is like, okay, these cars are great for like round town, but most of my motorway driving is at 80. And if I, people are like, well, just drop down, drive to like 70 or 65. Okay, but that's an extra 10 minutes of my journey time. And I travel in this really small window between peak traffic. So, like, well, I leave my house at, like, 3 o'clock. If I leave my house at 10 past 3, I'm stuck in traffic. Right, yeah. Right? But I can't leave my house any earlier than 10 past 3 because I pick up my son from school at 3 o'clock. Yeah. So I pick him up and I dash to get on the motorway. Not too fast because I'm not in traffic or whatever. But I get on the motorway straight away so I can then drop my son off and... Um, and then, and then go to work. Now, so I can't leave earlier. Let's say, okay, well, what, what's the other option? Like, move my classes so they start a bit later. Maybe. But I leave in that window, like, three till f my classes start at five. Yeah. So if I'm leaving later, I'm going to get stuck in yeah, rush hour yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah. I just miss the school window at four o'clock as I'm getting into town where I teach. Mm. And then I'm just missing the, the rush hour traffic, people going home. So I time it pretty much perfectly, but that's because driving at 80. If I slow down to 60, I'm, I'm, I'm on the road 20 minutes later than I planned to be, 
at which point I'm getting stuck in traffic. Yeah. So for me, driving slower isn't really an option. And I'm worried about A, overall cost, because right now I'm spending nearly £800 a month fuel and finance. Wow. If I get a standard Tesla, yeah, it's like £500 a month finance. And then I'm like, I'm still going to do 3,000 miles a month. So yeah. I'm surely I'm going to be putting two or three hundred pounds electricity in that thing. Won't be that much. You say that, but it's fifteen quid for a full charge. Full charge is two hundred and eighty miles. So if I'm doing a thousand miles, yeah, what's that? That's fifteen thirty. That's sixty pound. Yeah. So it's one hundred and eighty. Okay. For for six full charges. It's close enough. So yeah. it kind of doesn't really work out any cheaper. Yeah. What I need is like a 1.5 litre diesel engine that does like 80 miles a gallon. But what I really like is having a convertible BMW. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird, bro. Like people think I'm a flash git. They're like, oh, look at you, your convertible Beamer. I'm like, you got a brand new Focus, cost 10 grand more than my Beamer cost me. Like, do the yeah, maths. Yeah, I'm yeah. not flash. Yeah. They're like, oh, couldn't afford the insurance though. You spent 10 Gs more on the car, <laughs> bro. You can insure the car yeah. for another 11 years. Yeah. Like, chill. Yeah. Oh, but I bet the maintenance on that is like, 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. It's so true. And the thing is, they're like, oh, but I bet it's like, because it's a performance car. So two litre diesel. <laughs> so what is wrong with you people? Do your, do your research. But yeah, yeah so I don't, know, I don't know what to do, bruv, because obviously it's going that way. Like, the, I did, um, in fact, I've got a fuel calculator, right? So, if I look at um, what I'm spending right now, doing 3,000 miles a month and paying, it's, currently it's about £1.40 a litre. That's £414 a month in fuel. Mm-hmm. Right? But now, if I was to, let's say the full prices, Jesus Christ, so many bloody adverts on these apps. So 414 if it goes up to £1.50 a litre, that means it goes to 4.45 cents. So for every 10p, I'm spending an extra like 30 quid for every 10p of uh, fuel increase every month. It's not that oh, bad. Yes, yeah. That's nice. That's a lot. Hmm? That's 10p equals 30 quid to me every month, which is 360 pound a year. So I guess it is a lot. Oh. But I don't know, man. I don't know. What's... I'm stuck for it. I'm stuck. Oh. Either way. Realistically, what about time saved? Not having to go to a petrol station. It's five minutes, and I normally go on my way home. Fair enough. It's not. It's not doing a tight window, and if yeah. anything, like, it's, it's more of a thing of trying. Like, I have to make sure I charge the car every yeah, night. I yeah. have to make sure I plug it in when I get to work, and yeah, there's there's yeah. more thinking involved in that. Really. Yeah. The only other thing new I was habits, like, isn't it? yeah. The only other thing I was like was, well, you know, I get a new car. Yeah, that's what I was going to that's say nice. as well, yeah. But then there's things about the new Tesla that I'm not that big a fan of. Like the the vanity mirror cover for it is like paper, it's shit. And like it feels a bit flimsy and I'm like, okay, it's such a small thing. But when you spend 40 grand on a car, or 50, like the one that I want is a long range one, that's 50 grand. Mm. I'm like, for 50 grand, I could get like a BMW M2. Right. Yeah. yeah. And... Pretty much as fast, up to yeah. sixty, but build quality is much better, and it's got 
more like in terms of in terms of just overall feel yeah. it feels like a more premium experience than okay. sitting in a tesla yeah obviously tesla's got the big screen yeah. the, but even with that there's so many issues because let's say you want to open your glove box yeah you have to press a button on the screen to open the glove box oh, shit. let's you know whatever it is you want to do yeah, yeah. you got to use that screen yeah you don't always want to use a screen mm. a button is not that big a deal Tesla have gone over the top with this yeah. whole so, okay, no wait, buttons thing. So there's a big there's a big issue with mm-hmm. touch screens. Um, I feel like they're quite distracting. They're an accident waiting to happen. Like there's going to be legislation that probably comes in to do certain things, even if it's feedback or something. So it's you still have that tangibility. Remember, Apple even included that with the haptic feedback because of how important having feedback mm-hmm. is. The other thing is. Um, uh, on the flip side, and we kind of spoke about this thing, is Tesla making cars that will be where where their vision is, well, you can have a screen because you're going to be... You won't have to be driving. You're not, yeah, you're not effectively going to be driving. So having a big screen. Have you, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's been implemented yet, but they're, 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 they're having um, uh, flipping video games and shit. Yeah, but you can't play them while driving. No, no, you can't play them while driving. But like, yeah, while it's while it's driving and that, and then you're, but that's the way car. That's the way cars are gonna go. That's the way cars are gonna go. They're gonna go. Uh, it ain't gonna be anytime soon, bro. I tell you that because on this test drive, yeah, it did not pick up a motorcyclist traveling the yeah, opposite direction. Yeah, but that's that's pedestrians. I, I, but you think how fast technology moves? I think within fifteen years, there's gonna be fifteen years a long time. It time. is a long yeah. But it's in the grand scheme of things. And here's the other problem. If every car on the road was self-driving, yeah. it'd be fine because yeah, they could yeah, all yeah. talk to each other. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. And, you know, people yeah. like their 1967 Shelby Mustang GT500s. <laughs> and they're not. You know, people like that old school yeah. Ferrari Daytonas. Yeah, yeah. And there's always going to be some cars on the road that yeah. are a bit, hmm. Yeah. And also, like, the, the way... You know, um, Tesla have a very unique approach to smart driving or self-driving cars because they don't use lidar and um what are you looking at don't they do they not no so i know do they use cameras 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 that's it they don't have no radar those those cameras will get they will probably they they use cameras and and smart artificial lidar LIDAR, and then they're supposed to be even like 5g which is pretty short wave um communications where that's so literally the cars are all talking to each other and saying, yo, yeah. get in your lane or yeah. whatever. I'm but, about to come up here and I'm going to go left. So yeah. you need to be out of the lane way. The, like, the, thing that, the thing that LiDAR will do that a camera won't mm. is when a dog runs out into the road. Right. Okay. A camera, because it's such an infrequent thing to happen. Yeah. A camera will have trouble processing. What is that? And not necessarily realize to go shit i need to stop right now mm. whereas lidar because it's more primitive it just goes something blocking the way yeah stop now yeah. it's in terms for that it's better but lidar is very expensive it takes longer to develop yeah Te- don't get me wrong e- elon had the right but, idea doing what he did mm. but there are holes in the technology i just got cramp in my leg lidar so freaked out with lidar um the, the technology will become a lot cheaper because they're starting to put it like once phones it's being mass produced it will become cheaper across the board same way touch screens yeah it's not um with lidar it's not a case of like it being too expensive it's a case of it not 
being able to give you enough data from what it does. Right. Because all it does is bounce light off, off things, yeah, right? Yeah. So with cameras, obviously they can they can uh, translate that data mm. because there's a lot more data coming in from a camera. Yeah. So it's easier for it to translate into something tangible. With LiDAR, because you've got more primitive information, you need to build a bigger database of right. information in order to get sensible I can't believe I'm talking about this like I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I'm, I'm, I'm believing, learning something. I'm believing it myself as well. I'm like, yes, this is it. I've, I've just watched uh, I watched a couple of documentaries and I'm yeah. like, mate, I'm an expert boy. I'm impressing myself. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. I, I just felt like when I was taking it for the test drive, there was a point where it thought the car in the lane to my left was veering into my lane. So it went to like take evasive maneuvers on right. its own. And I was yeah, like, yeah. No, the fuck you won't, because yeah. there's no car. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Coming into my lane right now. I just thought it was a bit... Yeah, as, And as soon as that happened, I was like, nope, nope. Mm. I, ain't, I ain't fully trusting this. Yeah, Not my for car does that where it, if I'm going out a lane or things like that, it, it sh basically tries to straighten up, yeah. put me back in the middle, and then it will start alerting me saying, stay in the middle of your lane and give me a beep. And if my eyes are off the thing for too long, it will, it will jolt my seat and little yeah. things like that. So I've, some, I mean, I'm still looking in 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 my car. Like it picks up speed uh, from the signs um, and it reads all that. I haven't. It's, I'm sure it's by camera, but it's it, it's flipping long it's distance good. down the road. Yeah, it, it picks up things before mm. I, I I see well, them a lot even of the time. Back in 2014, when I you know I borrowed that AMG Merc, mm. um, that had like 360 cameras for parking yeah. and stuff and. It had lane management. It had um, had road signs. It read road signs apparently. Then I'm also like, eh, maybe it is reading the road signs, but maybe it just knows through Google Maps what the speed limit is. I don't really know. In certain areas, um, but yeah, it's all it's all helpful stuff, man. I think as much as we all like the idea of physically driving ourselves, yeah. If every car on the road was self driving, mm. they could go 150 mile an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You just go, yeah. And and you, if you ever seen like Minority Report, mm. where the cars are just vroom, yeah, vroom, yeah, yeah, across each other, that's what we'd have, yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't need nothing. Like people would just be sleeping on the way to work, just mm. chilling. Yeah. And that's the thing; it will buy you freedom for your time. Yeah. The problem is, you would then also kill off driver industries, deliveries of like even just Amazon stuff. Those delivery drivers are, are screwed. Mm -hmm. Lorry drivers, HGV drivers, screwed. You know, taxi drivers, screwed. Yeah. You don't need those things. Yeah. You just have a self-driving. But this car. always happens. That always happens, and we always find something else to so, do. So, so, and this is the same thing. Like, um, I've, I was, I was uh, again just having this discussion, and exactly the same thing. The industries, the human industries that were like on that, and um, I was speaking to someone who's more involved in this, and their their comparison was like, but well, that's the same thing that happened with horse and cart. When we went from horse and cart to car. Horses were out of a job. Horses were out of a job. No, but you got the blacksmiths yeah. who were doing the horseshoes. You got the people making the wooden work. You got all of the, there's a whole industry based around that, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, um, that's, that's the way, that's the way things go. That's, yeah. That is the way things go. One other thing I forgot to mention actually was that I went for a job interview ish. It was for um, the National Organisation of the Sport I'm at. It's a volunteer job, basically, but it's just for, like, you go and coach the national team once a month, 
and then you go and do some tournaments here, there, and everywhere around the world, and they, they cover your expenses when you go do these tournaments. Um, and I, I went with the thought that they were basically trying to blag us to get us to come and help out with a seminar. Because they were like, oh, stage two of the interview process is this seminar where you'll come out and come out and coach for the day. And I'm like, what in the hell do you mean? I was like, it's probably BS. They just want someone to come and coach. Yeah. But I went, and actually, the the uh, the way it was being run, it seemed to be they actually genuinely wanted to you know, help and improve the grassroots level of the higher skilled fighters, like the ones who are really, really good, but maybe not old enough or not high enough grade or whatever to be on the national circuit. Um, so yeah, the this guy was there. He's a current Olympic silver medalist and former world, well, current world champion as well. And um, yeah, I had I had a couple of moments like just talking to him, and then he'd say something that I just said to him when he's coaching everyone else. I'm like, man, that's my son. <laughs> like, just you just take that one, brother. You take that for yourself. Tell everyone it's your idea. It's all good. <laughs> But um, but now yeah, it seemed alright. It seemed alright. It seemed not nice people. Yeah, yeah, I've got um, I've got a Zoom call next Wednesday to to do the final stage. Yeah. To be honest, when I left, like the event finished at like three, and it said like get out the door by four. Yeah. But that was mostly for people that wanted to stay on and take photos with this guy, because uh, there's a lot of like fans of him, of his. Um, but I was just like, look, you know, three o'clock, I'm going home. I've got a bloody four hour drive to get home. And uh, ended up not leaving till four because some of the coaches were like just chatting to me, asking me questions and stuff. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But um, but yeah, I tell you what, man, I was so tired on my hunt. There was a point where I was like, oh man, I'm falling asleep, falling asleep. So I pulled into a service station, mm. slept for about fifteen minutes, and I woke up just before I hit my face off the steering wheel because I was laid back asleep. I don't know why I'm like demonstrating this, but I like it. So <laughs> <laughs> so I'm laid back asleep. And then suddenly I just like, from nowhere, while I was still asleep, I just sit up and then my face, like I start falling face forward first and I literally, I was just about to smash my face on the steering wheel and I just like That's opened it. my eyes. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then I got out of the car and then I nearly fell over, bruv, because I felt like as I got out of the car, the world was sideways. I was like, this ain't right, man. What the hell? I just clocked your... Oh, you like my hoodie, hoodie yeah? Yeah. You like, check this out, bruv. Check this out. Check the back. Check the stitching. Check the quality, you know? That's uh, it, yeah, that's sick. And the thing is, bro, I was wearing this when this security guard was giving me beef. I was like, <laughs> I was like bro, you are clearly not observant. <laughs> you will not see the right hook coming either. But, um, that's jokes. But yeah, so I'll, I'll see. To be honest, though, it, even if, if I was to get it offered, I just realised, like, I've got a lot of my students that want to compete internationally next year. Mm. And you can't coach your own students and the national team while you're, while you're abroad. Because, like, uh, they, they want you there representing GB. Yeah, they yeah. don't want you there representing GB and your club. Yeah. So I'd have to get someone else to coach them or turn the job down, uh, even if I get it. Yeah. But I don't know, but to be honest, the way I see it is, like, if I get offered it, I get offered it. If I yeah. don't, I don't. Yeah. As long as, like, you, the, the, as we've I've said to you, and I'm, you can't talk shit about politics unless you vote. If you ain't voting, shut up. And I'm like, I can't talk shit about Taekwondo unless I try to get a job on the national team coaching. That way I can say, well, I would have done something else. Yeah, and yeah. I can say, like, I did try. I did try. Um, but generally, they do, like, GB's doing a really good job with Taekwondo in general. Like, the, the results that they're getting, mm. better and better and better all the time. So, that is, yeah, that's good. Yeah, man, well, fingers crossed. 
fingers crossed it keeps going that way and yeah if i if i get to be a part of the success in the future that'd be great but most likely someone from taekwondo will listen to this podcast and be like that motherfucker does not represent us <laughs> kick him out kick his ass lee uh so yeah i don't know we'll see but um sure. but yeah man what else what else again we were gonna talk we were gonna get deep uh domestic abuse oh dude we we're gonna talk about i'll tell you why yeah yeah i got into i got into some hot water with some ladies on facebook okay you know i like to get into hot water bro yes i'm not afraid of saying some controversial thing so this woman dr jessica taylor oh playing with a doctor yeah she okay. done a she done a post I'm, I'm assuming shit i might have to she's got she's got forty thousand followers on facebook so She's a public figure, so I can I can say her name. It's all right. So it says, just saw another academic supporting women's self defense as a solution to VAWG, which I'm guessing is like VA violence against women. I don't know. And honestly, I'm sick to the back teeth hearing it. Seventy percent of women are natural will naturally freeze when attacked, no matter what skill skill or belt they have. What about disabled women and girls? Hmm. It might sound like progressive cutting-edge study to do conversation uh, analysis interviews, funded interventions for teaching women self-defense with reported confidence measures. But what? Uh, but when you're getting raped, groomed, abused, controlled, that shit don't work. We uh, we also know for decades of research that women and girls are very likely to blame and be blamed uh, if they don't fight back when they're being raped and abused. So this suggestion only furthers the original rape myth that uh, you were only really raped if you if you were really raped, then you would have fought back. I would love one of these academics to explain uh, this case of UFC women's fighter being abused by a husband to me. Here's the thing, right? This case that they're talking about is a woman called Rachel Ostovich. Yeah. And I was actually like, follow her. She was a UFC fighter. Yeah. Um, she, she gained a lot of traction because she was quite pretty. Mm. And, um, and then she's actually from Hawaii. And then just before one of her fights, it, it came out her... Her partner got arrested for for domestic abuse, and he's actually done. He's he's been sent down for a couple of years. I think also oh, might be given like four four or five years probation, which is a long probation order. Yeah. Um. The thing is, he's also a UFC fighter, or he was also a UFC fighter, yeah. right? Now, let's be honest. An MMA fighter is the top level of anyone that does kind of combat sports. Yeah. If you're an average guy and you're dating an MMA fighter. And you try some shit, you will get your ass kicked. Yeah. But this guy was not an average guy. He's also an MMA fighter. Yeah. In which case, he ain't getting his ass kicked. Mm. Even if some other guy passing by is like, no, I'm going to help this woman. <laughs> this guy's probably going to get his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's deep. The thing is, though, that it discounts, like she said, you know, 70% of women freeze. So what about the other 30% of yeah. women that don't? Yeah. And I'm not even talking about like, being able to beat up a guy yeah. or anything stupid like that just to not get hurt as bad yeah so what did you reply <clears throat> dr taylor has a narrow mindset <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think that that was that on harsh her, on her fan page <laughs> yeah i got seven likes <laughs> straight away while she's right on many points she's missing the bigger picture Self-defense primary function is confidence and self-awareness. Developing your mind is more important than developing your body a lot of the time. And while 90% of women won't be able to beat up their partners, prevention is a skill that also needs to be trained. And having said that, mm. the other 30% of women will still be able to protect themselves 
from from getting further injured than they need to be. Yeah. So um, there's like twenty something replies to this. There's a lot of replies <laughs> to this. Um, some of them were like a bit silly. Yeah. Uh, and some of them weren't. Like I'll give you one of them. A woman wrote, um, "I took uh, three female empowerment um, self defense courses plus several years of." She misspelled Taekwondo, but okay. Uh, classes and Krav Maga. My dad was a cop. He trained me in basic self-defense as well. I was confident in my ability to at least get away if I was ever attacked. But guess what happened when my six foot four, 250 pound husband grabbed me by my throat and slammed me up against the wall, choking me unconscious. That's right, I froze. I did nothing. I couldn't. Literally nothing that could prepare me for the shock of being attacked by the one person I trusted most. So screw you. Training didn't help me. What would have helped me is not being choked unconscious by a male a foot taller than me who outweighed me by 130 pounds. That's what would have helped. I responded, you should have done the dishes quicker. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I did not say this. I did not say this. Did you respond? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, was like, I said, look, saying screw you doesn't undo the, tra- the tragic uh, circumstance that you had to face. And while I can say with confidence that there were probably some holes in your training you received, no amount of training would have helped, um, even if you did fight back, other than possible damage limitation. Main thing I teach in my class is to identify the early signs and leave those toxic relationships. Of course, things can happen out of the blue, which is why I said in my opening comment that 90% of women can't beat their partners up. It doesn't mean it should be ignored. It didn't work for you, and that's tragic, but it doesn't mean it won't work for anyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everything that I said... Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. right? I'm not saying it's foolproof. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's the only solution. Yeah. Someone else came with like some long thing and I came back that like there was so much shit getting told to it. But there was one woman um who just kept trying to cuss me out and I was just like, Listen, offer a counter offer a counter uh, view rather than just yeah. trying to call me a dickhead and then she was like, I'm just gonna leave your post here for the rest of the world to see and I was like just, just counter my yeah. argument. Stop calling me an arsehole. Yeah. Just counter what I'm saying. Give yeah. me something. Cause she's like, I'm a fourth degree black belt in Taekwondo. I'm like, okay. If that's the case, surely then you would know the benefit to, to at least if you train a hundred women how to block a punch, one of them yeah. maybe be able to block a punch, and you saving that woman con- from concussion. Mm. The thing is, right nowadays, there's this push to say that. We shouldn't be teaching women self-defense. We shouldn't. It's not fair. They shouldn't have to learn it. Mm. And you're right. Women shouldn't have to learn self-defense. Neither should men. No one should ever hit anyone in an ideal world. Yeah. In an ideal world, there is no violence. There is no rape. There's no grooming. There's no mental or physical or verbal mm. abuse. But we don't live in that world, do we? This is... We live in a world where Sarah Everard got murdered. Where people get raped all the time. It happens. It's tragic that it happens. I'm not saying it's right that it happens. The way to deal with it is not to say, well, men, you need to stop raping. Because guess what? If you're a rapist, no amount of telling you not to be a rapist <laughs> this, this is going to stop you from being a rapist. Recently. It's this like you're asking recently. a lion to just not be hungry. It, like, because if someone's, if it's in someone's nature to be a bit rapey, they're going to be a bit rapey. Mm. That's it. There's nothing you can do. Like, this is what I was saying. Somewhat. Like, you think that I'm going to, one day I'm going to say to my son, no son, no rape, okay? And he's going to go, wow, dad, I was thinking about rape. <laughs> and you saved me. And the 17 women that I would have raped had yeah. you have not said this. Yeah. Thank you so much. Of course that ain't going to happen. 
not in a million years. Because yeah. if someone's thinking about rape and they don't have this weird revolting feeling in the pit of their stomach, like, shit, that's a terrible thing to be thinking yeah. about, then they're going to probably go and do it at some point and they don't give a fuck about what you think morality is. You know, a lot of these guys that's, say... And that's the thing. You're, 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 you're trying to correct things using a general sense of, like, quote-unquote, normal... Yeah. morality normal morals these people are operating outside of that yeah the the easiest example i can give is like mm. in your workplace in a normal day-to-day environment how many times do you look at someone who works for you and go fucking idiot like they just slow me down at my job like yeah and you just think you just think to yourself i just shouldn't hold people to the standard that i hold myself yeah so why do you do that when it comes to sexual assault? Like, what you think every guy is should be held to the same standards you hold yourself? I think I think a lot of it is. Good luck trying to make it happen. I think it's about trying to do something, trying to be active. Um. When. Yeah, I I think a lot of it is, and that's that's a good thing. That's that that's a good thing. But there needs to be. It's it is it's like you said. It's like. All of that's great. Everyone, everyone who is listening to you, because like I said, the rapists don't care, they're not listening to you. Everyone who's listening to you, which is the majority of men, agree with you. Yeah, agree with you already. But as you said, that's not the world that we live in. Mm. So it's, it's it, two things have to run concurrently, right? And this is even why I say people when I'm talking about, about race. Yes, you have to take self-responsibility. But at the same time, you fight for the greater good. That's going to benefit more than just you. So it's the same. It's like, yes, we got to fight and we got to continuously push towards this ideal world, this better world. But at the same time... Except that it's not there now. That's, we're not there yet. And you've got to do these two... That's, that's my belief. You've got to do these two things together. You know? Yeah. So... I mean, so, and that's the thing. If you're saying, if this these people are saying, because I've had conversations with somebody, if these people are saying, men men shouldn't be doing this, or men need to do this, or men need to, that's great, and you're right, but that's for the bigger picture. Yeah? yeah. At the same time as trying to achieve that, you also got to think about what's happening now, where we are right now, yeah, and also have solutions, you know, for the for the two. You got to prepare for the world the way it is, not the way you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah basically and it's um you know you yeah you you try and make the change for what you want it to be but you have to be ready for what it currently is and it's a it's a it's a it's a harsh reality and don't get me wrong like we've both got daughters um so it's 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 something i'm very uh empathetic and passionate about and definitely want better yeah but i say it openly as well but when people say this i go what do you do you honestly think I'm ever gonna sit down with my son and say, "Now, son, don't rape, okay? Mm. Rape is bad." Mm. If I was worried that my son's gonna be a rapist, now I'm gonna burn that kid. <laughs> I was like, "Listen, son, listen, son, I can't out. I can't." I, I, risk I was, it. I was saying, you know, you know, even some of this stuff where it's like, "I'll talk to your friends, make sure." I was, I, I was saying, like, who? How many times? Okay, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but generally. People who are in parks, people who are abusing, they're not doing it when their mates are there. You don't know. Like, most people will disown their friends 
if they were lurking in the park. <laughs> like, oh, what are you up to? Oh, mate, I'm just going to, you know, just lurking. And not to dismiss the situation, but these people act alone because they are isolated from, they can't bring that stuff to their friends. So it's, it's like... You imagine this, yeah? Hey, Terry, watch when Sandra comes in. I'm going to write her, okay, watch. She can't fucking take it. I'm going to drop her. Watch, 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 watch. Sandra, babe. <laughs> babe. Come in, I've got something to tell you. Bosh! Fucking have it, you slag. <laughs> you, you really think Terry's going to stand there and go, yeah, good one, mate. You fucking got it. This is, that's, that's what I'm saying. And I think, and this is what I'm saying. All the, the, I haven't heard anything that isn't right. Yeah? Yeah. But it needs to be looked at, I feel like, from a more pragmatic way. It's like, yeah, it's like, okay, don't tell me to talk to my, I don't like, this stuff obviously happens and it's, this is, it's, it's men that are doing it. I agree. Don't, me talking, me holding my friend accountable, I can't do if I don't even think that, oh, my friend, I'm not going to go up to, oh, Jimmy, don't, don't, don't do X, Y, Z on the way home. Like, you, you'll never, that, and it's not a serious conversation. Let me and give you even if we, do you know what the thing is? Even if he takes it on board <laughs> and doesn't do X, Y, Z on his way home, I'm not going to know because he's not going to, he's not going to come up to me and go, Denny, you know what? Thanks for that convert. I was going to do X, Y, Z. And you know what? Because you're really thinking about it. Just, so, yeah. I'm in so, a random so, woman. So it's, it's, it's like, that's, that's all for me. That's the ideal world stuff. Like, and I'm more than open to the conversation. I like to think I do hold my friends to account for things when I, when I see things. Um, but what's, 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 um, what's, what are things that we can actually put into practice yeah like i've seen things i've seen things like these 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 uh what do you call it these um dial numbers that can come up yeah i've heard and it's in and it's, it's I've, I've um I've, I've seen things like accompanying women and but then i've heard other women say like no walk across the street so i feel comfortable cross the road so that i feel comfortable and it's not it's 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 like you you it's it's got to be a dual conversation, do you know what I mean? It's got to be pragmatic. It's got to be it's got to be um, it's got to be like we like we said. Okay, this is where we're trying to get to, and we're going to push for that. But we also need to do something that's going to have results. Yeah, like here and now. You know, the thing is, like when asked, oh, someone was like, oh, it sounds like you're just in favour of this. Like, how how archaic of you? I'm like, no, no. What I what I think is good is. Yeah, but always like, have a chat with the boys, have a chat with your sons, mm. have a chat with them. But I'm telling you this: if your son's thinking about raping anyone, you having a chat with him is not going to stop him from raping. Like this is yeah, it's not. You might delay it a little bit. You ain't stopping it. Not with the chat. Yeah. So that's number one. Next thing is, I definitely yeah. think that the uh, harsher consequences. Yes, I said it's this as well. It's a big deal. That yeah. needs to definitely happen. That's one Cut thing. Off your pee -pee boy. That's definitely something I'm 100% by uh, behind and I think will make a difference. An instant where the consequences, yeah. if you, because this is, I was having a conversation about, about something else, but the whole, like we're human, it is reward, risk, effort, reward. That's mm. how we, we are. Now, if someone thinks they can get away with something, hmm, it's a bit of a risk. Yeah, but if that if that punishment is so harsh, that 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 the risk is not worth it. Is not worth it. Yeah, you know, um, and that's something I think is is can be put in place right now. 
make make the punishment for such things way like it's got to be up if, okay. even the conviction well, rates the, right even well, the, the, isn't it like the conviction rates are so low it's ridiculous right, but here's part of the problem women don't talk to each other what do you mean they just don't they don't talk to each other about what happened partly because they're worried about getting judged by other women right okay I don't know um, yeah partly just like it's not it's not right yet you know I'm, I'm obviously not a woman so I don't know but from the situations that I've discussed with other women at different points in time, like they'll go through some shit and they won't say anything to other women about it. Like it's like obviously there's there's that whole sense of like being ashamed of something that happened and, or worried about being judged. Men talk about stuff all the time. Yeah. yeah. If your missus is pissing you off, talk about it. Yeah. You're broken up, talk about it. We don't talk about it in an emotional way. Mm. It's like you just just vent a little bit or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not privy to, to, you know, conversations help. And I'm not saying there's like, it's a problem with all women. But a lot of women will be in a situation where they're not entirely happy with what's going on in their relationship in terms of like, they might be a bit concerned about certain behaviours that their partner's demonstrated. But they don't want to talk shit about their partner to their girlmate in case their girlmate then goes, oh, well, this is it, and like right. turns it into drama or starts judging them for still being with that guy. Yeah, yeah. And there, there needs to just be like a bit of education. Don't get me wrong. Young guys need to be educated as well. Like certain things like certain controlling behaviours that guys that guys do. It's like, where the hell do they get these things from? Like yeah. just being a bit manipulative to start with i'll tell you what i recently someone i've known for a long time and it made me realize how you know someone is very very different to how you know them in a relationship to how they are in a relationship which goes back to what i was saying is you don't get to see that you don't get to see certain sides of people it's it is exclusive their partner and them yeah this guy so this person i've known for a long time now but I have know. another friend. Now I know he's a guy. <laughs> I have another friend who I've also known a long time who I'm very, very good friends with. Now, she is she is good friends with this the partner of my other friend. Okay, okay. Guy, right, 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 right. So this is like a four-way. She, so the friend of a friend who's a female. Right. Who was dating my friend, who's a male? Yeah. Broke up. Right. So let's just say Sally and Tony. Sally and Tony broke up. Broke up. Sally. Right. Sally's friend Bethany. Yeah. Shared. Um, These are all white some, people. Some, <laughs> <laughs> shared some communications. Yeah. With Bethany. Yeah. Bethany discussed them with me, and I was like. Wow. I want to punch Tony in the mouth. I want to punch Tony in the mouth. Literally. Mm. I was like, wow, I want to punch Tony in the mouth. Like, yeah. So so here's, here's my question, right? Why is it not that on the first sign of these things, women don't just turn and go, nah, 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 fuck all that, I'm out. Because I feel like generally, and this obviously isn't always the case, I can appreciate that, it's, it's not always the same, but... Mm. Generally, I feel like men want women more than women want men. It does happen nah. the other way. But nah, I'll tell you what it is. Reckon? I've been talking about this. 
to get when you're when the 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 the, the yeah, courting more, yeah the, the courting the is about more work. the guy wants the girl yeah in the relationship the girl then wants the guy and if you think about it in a lot of circumstances the guy doing all he can go oh, I'm gonna wine and dine da, 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 da. and the girl might be talking to her friends like oh yeah he's trying oh, I'm gonna give you're gonna see how it goes I'm gonna go on a date but then when you're in the relationship the girl's trying to get please the guy like she's trying to get married I'll be she's honest bruv I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> so I've always been chatted up like I've never chatted was, up a girl I've never traditionally, chased a girl traditionally before the, before the relationship talking to a pin. no I'm joking before the relationship the guy's getting the girl once the relationship said the girl is the one who pushes to, 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 to for the marriage it does make traditionally. sense yeah, I got you. do you see what I mean so um, that role almost changes obviously there's, there's loads of other stuff but that the Taking it to the next level, yeah. Generally, that that role changes, and I feel like, um, and we'll have to get a woman on here next week. Um, but I feel like a lot of women, some things to what you're saying, but don't because they 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 before they've even before they're even in the relationship, they've already built in their minds a lot of times what life is going to look like, and they want it. They want to give that image out even if that isn't the case they almost sometimes try and convince themselves that this is going to be this way or I was saying like I was having this conversation I was like I don't know if women a lot of the time and I feel like we're just talking about women think they're special <laughs> how many times this is this is all women but it's like how many times do are women trying to chase up like he's got five different baby mamas why do you like, think you're gonna be special? They're like, no, no, because I'm different. Yeah, he, like he really loves me. You know him from cheating. He's cheated bare times. Man's got a reputation. Yeah. Why isn't he gonna like anyway, as I said, we I feel like we gotta get we gotta get some ladies to ask to ask these questions to rather than just well, that's I'll tell you what, but let's let's try and arrange that then, yeah. yeah For next yeah, week, yeah. get yeah. some female voices on. Yeah. Even if we gotta do it via Zoom. Yeah. Not just one. Nah, nah, it's got to be a few. Let's get it's a crowd. Got to be a few. Yeah, Let's yeah, get a crowd. Yeah. We won't get a word in there, Joey-san. <laughs> <laughs> Fulfilling all the stereotypes. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it will be, it will be, it will be good fun. It will be good fun. All right, I tell you what, I tell you what, in which case, I think we, we hold for now. We hold mm-hmm. for now. We'll call mm-hmm. it a day for today. And, uh, and we'll catch up with you guys next week for part two. Yeah. If it's going to be next week. It might even be sooner than next week. We've got to sort that now. We do. We'll we do. do. As soon as we get off this, we're going to start doing some logistics. Uh-huh. So, uh, so yeah. In terms of throwbacks, throwbacks. Yep, I'm gonna go for my movie is The Last Starfighter. Do you know that one? No, I don't. Oh, I reckon you do. It's an '80s one. I don't. It was um, this kid who goes to the arcade and plays this game, but really he's like training. They take him up into space because he's so good at this space game, and he has Shoot. to fight the big aliens. I remember this. I remember this penis head man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and my throwback song stick sticking with the 80s is gonna be oh, i don't even know the actual name but it's the karate kid theme tune you're the best around oh, nothing in this world can keep you down that's the one okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna give like a really shitty cheesy song but it's actually like i don't know why i like it <laughs> it's um prefab sprout the king of rock and roll Okay, how does that go? Hot dog, jumping frog, Albuquerque. 
It's just such a weird fucking weird song. I don't know where I even heard it. I don't even think it's that old. It's oh no, it's eleven years ago. It's eleven years old. Oh, What's no. it called? It's this song is only 11 years old, bro. Wow. Already from the beat, you're like, nah, fuck off. Are you ready, What's it called? Uh, Prefab Sprout. It's the king of rock and roll. Nah, this oh, must yeah. be older than that. Hold on. Nah, it must be, man. Maybe that was a remaster or something when it uploaded. Where is it? I've got to keep this going, bro. But I feel like I only heard this song like more recently. Can you imagine that I never heard this song until 2011? <laughs> oh, someone said they never chose it to 2020. So this came out in 88. 88. Sounds about right. It sounds. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is Hot Dog Jumping Frog album? What is that? Had to be there, mate. Had to be there. But do you know what? I don't know. I like it. (laughs) I like it. Um, And then my throwback movie, I'm going to keep with the theme of yours. It's Flight of the Navigator. Ooh, sick. 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 Ain't they just redone that? If they have, I would watch it. Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, what they yeah. remastered it or they remade it? No, no. It? I think they've remade it. I think they've remade it. The thing it. is, bruv, when you they've said they remade one. it, I'm like, okay, okay. And then you said Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, they've done a new one. Um, I think some things have changed. Is the is the person that's like the, the navigator like non-binary? <laughs> Interracial. They were already the the, the 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 Disney's going. The oh, alien yeah. was already that. They were way ahead of the curve. That's it. Um, no, I think I think the 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 navigator is a, a young lady. Okay. Yeah, I so think, they've uh, switched that. Yeah, a young boy. I think. Um, Although it did have long hair. What was the eighties? <laughs> I can't remember. But yeah, it's. I from what I've heard, it's good. I'm. De- I'm going to watch it. Do you know? Um, I love Flight of Navigator. The the original Flight of the Navigator. The one thing that I was like, what was when he was like, oh, can I get a Coke? And they were like, what flavor? And he's like, what flavor? Because yeah, we've got so many flavors of Coke. Yeah. I was like, because oh. at that point I was like, shit, man, America's got it so much yeah, better yeah. than us. They got so many, so much more variety. Think, speaking of throwbacks, a little throwback that every, it still exists, but I struggle to get it. Cherry 7 Up. Okay. You, you never had it? Okay, I haven't had it. I, I, I remember saying it. Cherry 7 Up is the bomb, yeah. bro. You could still, the, most, the last place I got it was the little tuck shop underneath Queensmere Shopping Centre car park entrance. Ah. Like they, they were still doing it. When he, when he went, when, he, when they offered him flavours, was, was that when he travelled into the future or something? No, because no, he didn't travel into the future. He oh. went missing for like seven years and then he came back and he and he, ah, he thought he was just yeah. gone for a day that, or like yeah, gone for a few yeah, hours yeah, yeah. and then when he came back he, he'd lost seven years of his life or something right. so he was the same age yeah and everyone else got older yeah yeah and then yeah, he's like right. what the hell happened yeah so his younger brother was his older brother and all, yeah, yeah, yeah i need to watch that it's a sick fun bro yeah. sick yeah. like originality is the thing mm. there's there's other like cool originals like um I don't know if you ever watched Forever Young with uh, Mel Gibson. I know it. I don't know if I've seen it. That's a good film too, yeah. man. It's like, again, original kind of concept. Yeah. yeah there's, I don't um, like Mel Gibson no more. Well, because the, the racist stuff that he's yeah. been... Bro, he's been racist for a time, bro. What do you mean no I more? 
know. But I mean, like, yeah, since he was, since we all found out, <laughs> which was like seven years ago. Yeah, he's he's, he's always been on that flex. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, listen, guys, we will get some some X X chromosome individuals we will. who may identify as women or not to come in and voice their opinions on this whole domestic violence thing and what can be done because it is. Do you know what? It's probably a little bit. Uh, mansplaining for two guys to be talking yeah about. and that's what I'm saying like the conversation that's when I said like the, it has to be a dual conversation yeah. like I can't sit here and say this but I can give from a from a a guy's point of view and be like okay I get you're saying saying to me to talk to my friends but that's like I know any guy you talk to is going to be like yeah bruv them, them man's a dick exactly like we all when we're talking we all agree yeah. Like that, 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 that it, disgusting policeman was arresting these people. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? He was arresting the, the people doing the crime. He's, he's, he was around the people doing that. Yeah. None of them were, cons- well, it turns out that people didn't know, but do you know what I mean? In general, when, when these things, so yeah, it, it's definitely a dual conversation. We all need to, everyone needs to kind of sit down and understand. Like I had a conversation with my partner and one of her mates and just, just, just sort of understanding how they feel and and stuff like that and that was great and it was like loads of stuff that it was like okay yeah that makes sense i could do that okay yeah, yeah okay perfect makes perfect sense never looked at it from that point of view makes perfect sense oh yeah i can do that Da-da-da-da. oh wow you have to do that and just understanding but at the same time as well saying okay but there's certain things the guy up like that's not the case like also yeah. understand what we're saying like it's this and it's this and certain things and yeah like we can call it like when there's obvious stuff there's there's very obvious stuff yeah. that we can call but there's there's also this other stuff like like we i'll tell you what the thing is as well generally for things like guys don't have a wall of silence mm. if someone like even if even if i'll see this being some today it's like if you ain't looking after your 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 kids you're a, you're a dick like I, we ain't friends no more i'm gonna tell you about yourself if mm. I find that you're doing certain things, I don't think men among us generally don't have a wall of silence. There's there's lines, you, do you yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, you know, we we all we'll all have jokes about oh flipping Sally's giving me an earache, da, 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 you know, have stupid. But generally, there are there are lines you're not going to cross, you know, mm. um, and I think guys will pull each other up on or from my experience anyway, on things that they're aware of that are, that we see. And yeah, so anyway, as I said, yeah, this is a conversation definitely, I think is, is, um, yeah, is uh, no, worth, we, we worth having. It. We do it, yeah. no problem, no problem. Okay, guys, uh, my name is Luis. My name's Danny. And we are out of here, okay? Peace. Adios. <laughs>